Hello, my people. Happy Easter Monday, if you're listening the day this episode publishes. Today we're continuing our discussion around people-pleasing. But first, let's see our featured review. And this one is especially special to me. Unfortunately, this person didn't leave their real name. So this is coming to you from 123cool. This is what they said. I had the opportunity to work under Tanya for a few years before getting into graduate school. She set the standard very high for the kind of leader I would want to work under. I'm very grateful to continue to learn from and be guided by her grace-filled wisdom through this podcast. This review touches my heart so much. It is one thing to hope you're making a positive impact and sharing relevant information, but to be validated by those who directly witness my leadership and experienced it is a whole other level of blessing. Thank you so much to 123Cool for this encouragement. Being invited into the lives of those you lead is truly the greatest blessing of leadership. Welcome to the Gracefield Leader Podcast. Do you want better work-life balance? Do you get stuck in patterns of perfectionism and people-pleasing? Have you always been an overachiever, but never really feel good enough, no matter how much outward success you achieve? Hi, I'm Tanya, a wife, mom, leader, Christian life coach, and Jesus lover. For most of my life, I tried to find worthiness through achievement. But no matter how hard I worked or how much I achieved, I never felt like I was enough. I was left burned out, empty, and exhausted. I had no time or energy for myself or my family. I needed balance. I needed peace. I finally started to live like an unconditionally loved daughter of the King, saved by grace. This faith-led podcast will teach you self-care routines and practical leadership strategies to help you navigate life and leadership. If you're ready to stop people-pleasing and start living and leading God's way, this podcast is for you. Unbutton your blazers, sister friends. It's time to get after it. I'm feeling so encouraged by these reviews. I'm deciding right now that we're going to do a little contest for the month of April. Let's do a little review party with prizes. Here's how you get entered to win. Go into the Apple Podcast app, select the Gracefield Leader Podcast. Oh, and by the way, if you haven't already, before you leave a review, click into the little three dots on the upper right part of the screen and follow the show so that you don't miss an episode. Then scroll down to Ratings and Reviews, Select a five-star rating. Scroll a little further where it says write a review. Click that link. Write a written review. Take a screenshot. Click send. Then go over to the Facebook community and post a screenshot of your review. That's at gracefieldleader.com forward slash community. If you leave a review, you will be entered to win a prize and at minimum, will likely be featured on the show. At the end of the month, I will draw for winners. So let's do this, people. Get those reviews in. It not only lights me up, but it helps other people find the show also. Okay, on to today's topic. 
Last week, we talked about some of the roots of people-pleasing. And I think most of us who struggle with it think we're just being good people. We say yes to things because we want to be helpful and we want to be liked. However, there are some real consequences to being a people-pleaser. A few of the risks are obvious, and I would guess that many of you have already experienced them. It increases your risk of reaching a point of burnout. It increases your risk of having stress-related illness, both physical and mental. I can't prove it, but I believe stress played a role in me getting cancer. Someday I'll share more about that journey and the insights I gained, but I'll just leave it at that for now. I certainly know that being a people pleaser has contributed to having more stress, anxiety, overwhelm, panic attacks, and a lack of time and energy to maintain healthy habits, which of course leads to poorer health. Beyond the obvious physical, emotional, and mental impacts of long-term people-pleasing, I'm not sure we stop to think of the bigger picture, the less obvious consequences of being a chronic people-pleaser. We like to think it just means we are a nice person, a good person who serves others. The problem is, people-pleasing only wins us very temporary and superficial peace. When we continually adapt our beliefs, our messaging, and our choices to gain the approval of others, no one will truly know who we are. We may actually lose track ourselves of who we are. More importantly, no one will know whose we are. And people-pleasing may be a strong indicator that we may not truly know whose we are we may not be walking in a true heart knowledge of who we are in Christ. When we are truly walking in that knowledge, we are set free to experience something far more fulfilling than the superficial approval of man. We will never be able to please everyone, and the sooner we realize that, the better off we are. We've seen more in the last few years this phenomenon of cancel culture, a toxic phenomenon that seeks to quiet the voices that don't align with the predominant popular culture or societal influences. While it's very disturbing, there is possibly one positive outcome. Perhaps it will help us to finally realize that we cannot win everyone's approval, so we should stop trying. In many ways, people-pleasing is a prison. It keeps us from speaking truth out of fear of offending. And I'm largely talking about truth with a capital T. I certainly believe we are to speak truth in love and with grace, but we are indeed meant to speak and model truth. God intends for us to spread the gospel. To some, the truth of the gospel, the truth of God's word is uncomfortable. It doesn't always align to what popular culture is telling us. And that becomes more and more clear every single day. People-pleasing and approval-seeking tempts us to compromise our convictions and adhere to man-made rules in order to avoid judgment or conflict. 
it causes us to be more committed to fitting in than to being formed by the unchanging and unfailing word of God. It is far more important that we are pleasing to God than working to earn the conditional approval of man. And when I talk about pleasing God, I'm not talking about an idea that salvation is achieved through our works. That is absolutely not true. What is pleasing to God is to seek to be growing in relationship with Him, to seek to understand His character, and to yield to His plan for our lives. What is pleasing to God is that we honor Him and pursue growing the kingdom through the good news of the gospel. We don't have to earn God's approval. We don't have to earn God's love. It has already been given to us through Christ. Accepting the gift offered through Christ's death and resurrection means that we are covered by the blood of Christ. Our not-enoughness is transformed into righteousness when we become adopted children of the Father, when we give our lives to Christ. Paul tells us that Christ has set us free, and as followers of Jesus, we are to walk in freedom. Galatians 5.1 says, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Being trapped in the perpetual cycle of people-pleasing and approval-seeking is to be yoked in slavery. Don't get me wrong. It is still very important to serve others and do for others, but not with the intent of seeking approval, but instead with the intent of sharing God's love through service. When service comes from this place, it comes from a place of joy and freedom versus guilt, fear, or self-promotion. The word is very clear that we are to love and serve others. In order to do that, we need to first receive the grace and the love that is offered to us. We need to fill the God-shaped hole in our lives. This can only come through seeking deeper understanding of His character and deeper relationship with Him. Only then are we able to pour from a cup that will never go empty, a cup that is not dependent on our own strength, endurance, achievements, or good works. When our cup is full with the knowledge of the love and the identity we have in Christ, we naturally want to pour into others for the sake of bringing glory to God and in hopes of them feeling the same thing. We are called to sacrifice for others, but that is very different than being slaves to their approval. When we find our security and value in God's approval, there's no need to chase after anyone else's. And here's another hard truth, my friends. As followers of Christ, we will encounter opposition. John chapter 15 verses 18 through 20 Jesus told his followers, and he's telling us, If the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, 
A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. We will create enemies if we stand on God's truth. We are still to love and pray for those enemies, again, being Christ-like. But look at all that Christ endured. He was sinless. He did a whole bunch of miracles. He was merciful and loving, yet still he was hated. Such a threat to the doctrine of man that he was crucified. If the only perfect man to walk this planet, a man sent to save the world, could be hated so much, why would we expect to not encounter opposition as his followers? But hey, the good news is, he has us covered. We will face difficulties as followers of Christ, but we are promised that he will never leave us or forsake us. And while our current story is often laden with chaos and pain, the battle has already been won in Christ Jesus. Our hope is in him. Many dark days will come, but God is victorious in the end. There will come a day when every knee will bow at the name of Jesus, in heaven and on earth and under the earth. Every tongue will acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord. As a recovering people pleaser, I can tell you that I have truly felt a new sense of freedom as I grow in my understanding and receiving of God's love for me. As I grow more and more in the knowledge that I have an audience of just one who already loves me more than I can possibly understand, that my value does not come from anything I do, but rather who I am and whose I am through Christ. I have found a new confidence that is not dependent on the approval of my colleagues, my leaders, my team members, or even my family members. I'm finding my voice. Not the voice I think will make me fit in, but the voice that is truly my own. I see people who used to really irritate me or intimidate me in a whole new light. It really is a profound feeling. I feel physically lighter and mentally stronger. I feel a hope that is not associated to my circumstances. I feel more able to show grace because I'm not so entangled with my need to please or gain approval. I'm not cured, not even close. I may always have to be very intentional to avoid being sucked into the self-doubt and instead seek God's protection and his strength. But I have seen progress. If you struggle with approval-seeking and people-pleasing, hear my words. You are worthy. You do not need the approval of others to be worthy or have value. God has great plans for you and has set you free to serve according to his will, not for the purpose of gaining approval. This message may crop up a lot in this show because I believe that many of our struggles are so deeply rooted in whether or not we walk in a true heart knowledge of God's love for us. Somehow we can't seem to believe it when we are told once, twice, or even a hundred times. 
The world has trained us to believe something different. Well, like it or not, my friends, I believe I've been put here to share a different message. I am determined to share the message God has laid on my heart. It's goodbye for now, my friends. And as you live out the week to come, may you be grateful and truly grace-filled. And P.S., don't forget to leave a review and post it in the Facebook community, gracefilledleader.com forward slash community. The link is also in the show notes. I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. That's the only way for me to know if you're enjoying the show. Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free Facebook community. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journeys. You can find the link to the group in the show notes or go to gracefilledleader.com forward slash community. If you have questions or content ideas for the show, please send me a message on SpeakPipe or via email. Go to gracefilledleader.com forward slash contact and leave a written or voice recorded message. I would love to know how I can best serve you on the podcast. Now to him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Until next time, my friends, God bless.